0: Good. Feeling good today. Not necessarily because Aaron Rodgers is coming back, but more so because you've got tournaments getting underway. You've got a lot of activity in, in in the NFL. Major League Baseball didn't cancel more games, which maybe, maybe means there's light at the end of the tunnel. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But uh, but excitement nonetheless. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm hoping today... Uh, we get more good news today because right now baseball is ballless. Nothing going on. Ballless, I'm telling you. Uh, you've got Aaron Rodgers coming back. Now what? Now what? You've got a week. It's vital for a week. You know why? Uh, Devontae Adams, as to whether or not he's actually going to play or not. Can't trade him away if you don't have him signed. If you don't sign him to a long-term deal, he's not coming back. And from what I understand, he doesn't want to play for the franchise tag. So we'll see because you have to make room on that roster for him by next, a week from today, by next Wednesday, a week from today. So there's a lot going on. Can you bring Devondre Campbell back? You've got the, 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 tampering fa- the legal tampering phase of all of this gets underway on Monday. Now the sprint is on. Rodgers is in. They're finalizing that deal if it hasn't been done already. Uh, and, and here's the thing about yesterday. When Rodgers came out and said, it's a cap-friendly deal. Don't believe what's going on. Well, duh. It had to be a cap-friendly deal because he was owed $46.6 million against the cap this year. So it has to be a cap-friendly deal, Right. If indeed what he signed for or what is being reported is true, it's a cap-friendly deal, which makes him 9.47% of the team's total salary cap, which means it gives them at least a good opportunity to go ahead and um, get themselves a few additional players and win themselves a Super Bowl. We'll see what happens. But of course it's a cap-friendly deal. That's That's not a head scratch. That's a great big duh. There you have it. So now we wait and see what happens with Devontae Adams. You can't trade him if he's not signed to a, a a contract you can't just franchise him and say here you go you can't toss him to the side uh if he's not going to play for the franchise tag you got to keep that money around in case he decides to come back all of that you know so i i i cannot see Devontae Adams not coming back. I just want to see how much money they're going to kick down the road with Devontae. Because in in three years, i got to think, you are hoping that this salary cap goes up quite a bit. Quite a bit to get Aaron, to get Devontae, and a few others kind of into the mix. Now, remember, in a few years, you're going to be coming up on the end of that, uh, you know, three, four years, you're going to come up on the end of that um, say, David Bakhtiari deal, is that'll be coming towards the end. And you know he won't be coming back after this contract. He won't be back, right? He won't be coming back. you got to figure out you're probably going to cut loose to uh, Zedarius Smith. We all know that, right? Preston Smith is going to work his deal. Unless, of course, Zedarius wants to just say, you know what, I'll come back for less than half of what I'm making. You know, his cap hit is $27 million this year. The dead cap would be twelve, which means you're gonna gain fifteen. Say he comes back for half. Well, we'll see. Preston Smith, he's got a he's got a cap hit of nineteen million. You know he's gonna rework that deal. David he has got a cap hit of fourteen million. They reworked that deal. Jair Alexander's got a cap hit of thirteen point two. You know they're reworking that deal and signing him to a contract extension. Hopefully it's, you know, for maybe half of that for one season. Adrian Amos, same thing. What do you do with Randall Cobb? You can't have Randall Cobb come back for 9.5 million, can you? No. No. You're going to you're either going to cut him loose and save 5 million bucks, uh or you're going to cut or you're going to rework the Billy Turner deal. Dean Lowry is an 8 million dollar hit, 3.9 uh of uh, of a dead cap hit. You're probably going to rework that deal if you can. And then kind of go from there. See what happens. Mason Crosby, same thing. Mason Crosby's four point seven. I think Mason Crosby comes back for a lesser deal. So there's still some things to uh still some things to do. But you got to rework some stuff right now. Got to rework a few things. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um. So this is from Dan who says, so what do you think if Aaron doesn't get us to the playoffs or we become or we become short again getting to the Super Bowl? If they don't get to a Super Bowl in the next two years, then this is a failure. By the way, our poll question from yesterday, I got to get this up. Um, Boy, some people are just stupid. They really are. Some people don't follow along in the tweets. Uh, let's see here. I had tweeted this out yesterday. I tweeted out the poll question uh, about whether or not uh, the the Packers uh, make it back. Do you think they make it back in the next couple of years? And uh, I'll tell you this. With Aaron Rodgers back, I said, would uh, Green Bay uh, win another Super Bowl in the next four years? 63, 700 people voted. 63% of you said yes. You believe they're going to win a Super Bowl. 63% say yes. 8778671670. So if they don't get back to a Super Bowl, this is a failure. Tim says uh another 4 years of drama and no Super Bowl, waste of money. What if they get back? What if they get back? Tom, if they get back, then it is what it is. If they don't get there, I agree. Now, think about this, though, and I, I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Think about this. you, What quarterback, other than Matthew Stafford, in the NFC poses a legitimate threat? What team in the NFC poses a legitimate threat? Who? Who in the NFC, Dallas Do you believe Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys are going to be better than the Green Bay Packers? How about Philadelphia? I think he's a bum. There you go. Minnesota? Come on. Come on. Chicago? Nope. Detroit? Nope. Tampa Bay? Nope. New Orleans? Nope. Atlanta? At least Matt Ryan's been there, right? He's been there. Carolina? Nope. Then you've got the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Rams. The Rams are defending Super Bowl champions. Very hard to get back. We all know that. Arizona? Getting DeAndre Hopkins back. Kyler Murray comes back with his head out of his ass. Maybe things begin to matriculate for them. Can they put an entire season together under Cliff Kingsbury? We'll wait and see. They haven't been able to do it. San Francisco is the fly in the ointment. How good is Trey Lance? How good is he out there in the West? Because Seattle right now, unless they get to Sean Watson, that's a whole other story, unless they get to Sean Watson, and even if they do, chances are he's going to be suspended for a while. Unless they get him, how good are they going to be? How's Seattle going to be? Are they going to be the flying omen out there? It's the Packers against the West. That's what it is. No Tom Brady anymore. No Drew Brees anymore. It's the Packers against the West. Maybe Dallas. That's it. That's it. Now, pick the pick the AFC. Holy moly. Come on. Come on. Buffalo. Mac Jones takes a step forward in New England. Cincinnati with Joe Burrow. Baker Mayfield takes a step forward. Who knows? Lamar Jackson bounces back. Tennessee's right back in it. Think about all of that. Maybe Indianapolis. Maybe Indianapolis. Kansas City, you know, is going to be there. Is Las Vegas going to be there again? Justin Herbert going to be there again? Russell Wilson going to be there? You, you, the AFC, flip a coin. You better have a 10-sided ten, coin. Whip! That's it. Because that's all over the place. But the NFC, pff, maybe four teams. Maybe. Maybe. We shall see. Uh, Jules says, uh, "I'll bet you any money, Brady gets traded to San Fran." I don't know. I don't think Brady's coming back. I don't think Brady's coming back. Same t-shirt as yesterday? No, it's a, it's actually similar, but it's not the same. It's not the exact same. It's it's kind of the Irish theme. I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of uh, St. Patrick's Day shirts in the mail. I uh, I buy shirts from, uh, there's a place called Dive Bar Shirt Club. And uh, I get t-shirts all the time from them. Uh, Rick says, remind me of what Rodgers' playoff record is. Enough said. Uh, Been to five NFC Championship games, won one, won a Super Bowl. Uh, The last two years has not performed well. Up until that point, he willed that team there. So there you go. 877-867-1670. People are all fired up today. Now what? Now what happens? Now what happens? Devontae Adams, next stone to fall. I got to think that the Packers are desperately working on a deal. Now, from what I hear uh, is that they're pretty still pretty far apart. Devonte is still looking for upwards over thirty million, and the Packers are right about twenty million. I actually, I think Devontae's asking for more than that, but there's you know, it's the guaranteed money. I don't th- think you can go four years one hundred thirty-five million dollars for a wide receiver. That's the area that's being asked for, though, from what I understand. So I, I I don't know if if the Packers are going to be able to get that deal done. I and I know Devontae doesn't want to play on a franchise tag. That's been and I'm not, that's not breaking news. That's been stated numerous times. But I I got that kind of reaffirmed yesterday too. Because that was my next question was okay when is Devontae going to sign? And they said still kind of far apart. So we'll see. See if they're able to get it done. I mean, I, I always felt Rodgers was, I said 75 to 80% of me, Rodgers was coming back. When they hired Tom Clements, actions speak louder than words. I, I, that was, to me, pretty much uh, the capper. That's what upped me from 75 to 80%, 85% that Rodgers was indeed coming back. Because you didn't bring Tom Clements in to be the guy for Jordan Love. Uh, I'll tell you this. There is so much speculation out there about Jordan Love and about him being traded. I, I'm i not going to say he's not going to get traded because you never say never. I got to think, though, the Packers, with him in a couple of years, still under a friendly contract, um, unless some team knocks your socks off, uh, I, don't, I don't think you're trading Jordan Love. I don't think you're trading. I mean, you still could. I mean, it's probably 60-40 that he doesn't. But unless somebody knocks your socks off, I don't think they're going to trade them. Uh, Ted says, do you think Devontae would sit out the season if he doesn't get a deal? I Now, I, what do I think? When it comes down to money, guys want the money. So my assumption is he would play, but he played pissed off. But word is that he wants to sit. He doesn't want to have ha- happen to him what happened to Godwin. Godwin got franchised last year. Then blew out the knee at the end of the season. Going to be a while to come back. They franchised him again, and he'll he'll be playing this year. But he's going to be playing this year with Tom Brady, or without Tom Brady. He he's stated to, to others he doesn't want to play for a franchise tag. What is that? Does that mean he's going to sit? I don't know, or is that just wishful thinking? Well, I've always said when the rubber meets the road and the money meets the pocket, that's when times start to start to change you. So maybe he does come back. But I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. We're off and rolling today. Off and rolling today on a good Wednesday. Midway through the week, sun is shining, feeling good outside. By the way, I don't know if it's just because all of a sudden we're getting close to spring and flipping the clocks ahead, but uh, looking outside the window there, patio is almost completely melted. Went out and picked up the chairs today from uh, the windstorm that passed through th- uh, through here over the weekend. However, birds are starting to hit the windows. When birds start to hit the windows, spring is not far behind. What is that like? The Angry I'm... Birds commercial? It is kind of like the Angry Birds. It's been about three or four times today during uh, when I was sitting up here in the office getting ready for the show. Like bang, scare the hell out of me! By the way, or you are in the Alfred but, Hitchcock uh, movie. I, maybe it is, but they've hit the window, the patio door off to my off to my left a couple of times, and then where the camera is, they hit the window right there once or twice. So yeah, Angry Birds today. That's a good sign. It springs right around the corner. There you have it. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill
1: Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> You know there will be some cap casualties. There have to be, but uh, a lot of this will also be pushing money into the future. And I, I think what they're looking at, you know, you've got the cap at 208.2 million for this year, but it is expected to, when the new TV contracts take effect into next year, where you could see a, a jump of maybe 20 to 25 million. I'm told, and that could be the case for two or three years in a row.
0: Those are the words of Wayne Larabee. Welcome back to the program. Hey, don't forget the Milwaukee Admirals. They got the fish fry weekend coming up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They got some good stuff happening. Uh They're going to be uh putting together the fish fry weekend, by the way, which is always fun. And uh, they got fish fry Fridays and fish fry weekends and such, and they're going to wear the fish fry jerseys. So if you're looking for something cool there, by all means, stop down and check out uh, the uh, Milwaukee Admirals. As they get ready for their big fish fry weekend, which I love, they're so cool. They're so they're so homegrown. It ain't even funny. Tonight they've got uh, the Minnesota Wild, or the Iowa Wild, I should say, in town. They got a, a day game today, getting underway here in just a little bit. Day game today, and then coming up on Friday and Saturday, rivalry weekend, fish fry weekend. They got it going on. They're taking on the Rock- Rockford Ice Hogs. And they hate, if you've know, never been to an Admirals game, it's like against Rockford, it's a boxing match and a hockey game breaks out. They hate them. They hate each other. So check that out coming up on Friday night. 7 o'clock is when they drop the puck. And then on Saturday night, they've got a country concert after the fact, Fish Fry Weekend. 6 o'clock is the game against the rival Chicago Wolves. A lot going on down at uh, the Milwaukee Admirals and the UW Panther Arena coming up so if you can get down there get down there good good stuff um those are the words of Wayne Larravee. so they're counting on they're counting on him on on Aaron Rodgers and company to get them to a Super Bowl in the next two years I I think now if there is a player in the National Football League with more pressure on them to win who would it be? Who would it be? Who would it be? Wayne Larby says, uh, expect the Packers still to make some additional cuts, but obviously uh, on the deal for Aaron Rodgers, making him the highest paid player in NFL history, he talks a little bit about that as well.
1: You know, it's interesting. The Packers have a lot of players now with Rodgers and Devontae Adams and David Bakhtiari and a lot of guys that are, you know, at top rate for the positions they play. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how they put all this together under the cap, and that's the most interesting aspect of it. But I think the big news on this Rodgers contract isn't so much the length of it. It is the guaranteed money allegedly in this contract at $153 million. That's a lot of guaranteed money, so you know they may have broken the mold a little bit on this one.
0: Then remember, he goes on to t- because I just 2014 and last year, and really the year before that, even it's like it's it's you're sick to your stomach because it was right there for the taking. They had it in their hands, and it's just they, it slipped through their fingers. So how good of a team? Was Green Bay really last year?
1: The Packers last year were not as good as Matt's second team, the 2020 team. Okay, understand that team was probably a better team. But you have to understand, last year, there was no one of the top ten teams in the league head and shoulders above anybody else. And in fact, when it came right down to it, the Packers, the two teams were in the Super Bowl. The Packers beat
0: them both. No doubt. Beat them both. Agree with that. That's why last year was so vital. So vital. Hearing the voice of uh, Wayne Larvey, we were talking to him about uh, the future of uh, MBS because the Packers are going to be looking for wide receivers. So uh, Marquez Vadas scaling a guy that Aaron Rodgers talked about, his growth and his maturity and his hands and his speed and everything else. What's his future look like?
1: Alan Lazard has a chance to be a guy uh mbs has great ability the ceiling is really high on mbs but there have been issues over the course of his career first with drops and then uh with injuries this past year where he wasn't able to reach that ceiling so at this stage of the game i mean what do you do with mbs if somebody pays him a big contract i, I think you, you kind of have to bite the bullet there and let him go
0: then you look at uh, at, at uh, Wayne Larravee, and by the way, you're hearing his voice. Then you look at what he had to say uh, about not only uh, the, the uh, wide receiver position, but then some of the guys you want to keep around. You know, what this team needs to do. You look at a guy like Rasul Douglas, I get the word that they're not as hell-bent on bringing Rasul Douglas back as they are Devondre Campbell. Here's what Wayne Larravee had to say.
1: I think the two free agents defensively would be Douglas at cornerback and Devondre Campbell at inside linebacker. Now, what's that going to cost you? Well, you're not going to re-sign Kevin King if you bring on uh, Douglas and his contract. You're not going to re-sign Zadarius Smith. Uh, That's just not going to happen if you do those two moves defensively plus give Jair Alexander a new contract. I think those are going to be your cap casualties right there.
0: And I agree with that. I I want to see them bring Devondre Campbell back. Uh, I think Rasul Douglas probably not going to be back. You would like to bring and kind of put the band back together, so to speak. But I really think that in a a lot of lights, they're excited about Stokes. When they drafted him, he, he performed and outperformed really, I think, a lot of expectations when it came to his coverage in the secondary. It's great to have depth, though. You cannot get through without depth. Obviously, they've hit on Darnell Savage Jr., Uh, you'd like to be able to rework the deal and not lose Adrian Amos, kind of your center fielder back there. Stokes is solid. Jair, you got to get him back. You got to get that shoulder right, kind of make sure he's good to go. Get him signed to a long-term extension. Uh, Then you got what, Shannon Sullivan? You bring him back? Uh, Who do you have after that, Shamar Jean Charles? I can't imagine that they're going to bring Kevin King back. He just... Kevin King, after starting off so promising and looking good for a while, just every time it seemed... He was the lightning rod. He was the lightning rod. Can't imagine him bringing him back. Now what, you know? do you bring, I don't think you can keep Mark Valdez scaling. I think MVS is gone. I think he's going to get quite a bit of money on the open market just because of his sheer speed and the fact that he has had time in this system, has had time with Aaron Rodgers, has had uh, good throws and catches, so to speak, to where he's got enough of a highlight reel to say I can earn some money out on the open market and the Packers aren't going to pay him. But, you know, you take a look at a guy like Equinemia St. Brown, he's basically a kind of a slot guy that can go over the middle, move the sticks for you, that's it. Not much more than that. You're not going to pay him a lot of money and he's not going to get money on the open market but what do you do you know 8778671670 how many of the players for the packers have won a super bowl ring that's the question um two and I, I don't two uh, you know how many players for la won a super bowl Last year. That doesn't matter. Experience and winning in the postseason, that's what matters. But you don't have to have a bunch of guys that have won Super Bowl rings to get you there. I mean, start to go through these other teams and say, how many guys have won Super Bowls? Um, the, uh, Ted says the Packers need a slot guy. See the slot guy was supposed to be Amari Rodgers. That's what he's supposed to be. But his, his growth was stymied because of the, they brought back Randall Cobb. And I, you know, I mean, I, I don't even know if Randall Cobb's going to come back, not going to come back. Um, then you talk in Merlin, you bring up a good point. There's Robert Tunyon, but. You gotta figure Tanya and he's also out in the open market. How much is he gonna garner? I'd love to see him come back. You you still have Mercedes Lewis, Josiah DeGuara as your slot guy, Dominic Daphne, but you still are looking for that good pass catching, another good pass catching uh tight end. But I, I if I have to prioritize, I would say one, wide out. Two outside pass rush three pass catching tight end four defensive down lineman and I might go with defensive down lineman as either two or three somebody alongside Kenny Clark Tyler Lancaster you're not going to bring back unless it's for a very minimal deal TJ Slayton he he got pushed around he showed a little you know a few signs and then got pushed around You need somebody alongside Kenny Clark. You need another guy alongside Kenny Clark. Oren Burks, you're not bringing back. That was an answer from from Mark who said, uh, do you bring back Oren Burks? No, not even for depth. He didn't do anything. He was a third-round bust. Third-round bust. You're not bringing him back. Uh, We do have some baseball news. We got at least a little glimmer of hope. We do have some baseball news. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. In Wisconsin
1: sports like a blanket this is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports Zone radio network
0: welcome
2: back hey. so glad
0: to have you on board today Welcome back, and uh, let me ask you this. Does Aaron Rodgers, and I can't believe I'm asking this, but there are people that are saying, no, no, he can't win. Does he give you the best chance to win a Super Bowl? Does Aaron Rodgers give you the best chance to win a Super Bowl? Think about that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Does he give you the best chance to win a Super Bowl? I think it's interesting. Some say, well, look at his failings. Look at his failings. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I'm not going to completely argue with that, but because over the last two years but does he give you the best chance to win a Super Bowl? William says yes, but not at that full pay. You need talent around him. Ricky says, I hate to say it, but probably yes. John says, we're going to find out in a couple of years. I think you're going to find out in two years, this year or next year. I think it's a fair question. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. Better chance than what is waiting in the wings, yes. That's from Chris. Um, And also, uh, that's that Ricky, that might be the best statement of all. He said, I, I think he's afraid of tossing picks in a big game. I would agree with that. He has looked tentative and might be the only reason in he goes after Devontae Adams and doesn't really want to toss it up to anybody else um Wayne Larry brought up a good point yesterday and I talked about it this morning when I was on the air in lacrosse with Dave Carney um even when Brett Favre got towards the end of his career his go-to guy was Donald Driver thus the last pass that Brett ever threw for the Green Bay Packers was forcing the ball into the, uh, to uh, Donald Driver rather than everybody else that was open. Now we look at Aaron Rodgers over the last two years and three straight times, six straight times now. Down the stretch, he's forced it into Devontae Adams. When other guys were open, Alan Lazard, he he had a picnic, brought some brought some friends and family in, had a couple of beers. He was wide open in the middle of the field. Rodgers didn't even care. And, and here's the thing. People say, well, maybe he missed him. No, come on. Rodgers is the matrix, right? He sees everything. You can't say he's the smartest guy in the room, and then in the biggest moment, he doesn't see something. Right? It, it's it, it's a It's a crap excuse. I don't buy it. He forced it to his guy. That's why I've said I don't care about the regular season. I don't care if they win 10 games. I don't care if they win 17 games. Get to the postseason and win. That's it. That's what it's all about. I will judge what you look like going into the postseason based upon the regular season because we all know certain things matter, such as injuries and such, right? Who's playing well? Who's not? What do you have? What do you not have? Who's coming back from injury? who's Who's just been injured? All of those things play into that. How you've looked throughout the season, I get it, but... I think the player with the most pressure on them to win is not Russell Wilson. It is Aaron Rodgers. For the drama of the last year, from going into camp last year, the offseason this year, the contract, highest paid player, even though he's refuting it, we'll wait and see, getting Devontae back, his guy coming back and, 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 and taking time to colon cleanse and make decisions, and, and now you're back. You've had a franchise bend over for you, and now you're back? You don't produce? You're a failure, man. I don't care about MVPs anymore. I don't. You can win a fifth one. You can tie Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning still has two rings. You don't. You better go get yourself another ring before you start to get in that echelon. Got to get the ring. 877-867-1670, 877-867. Sixteen seventy. Hit us up if you uh, if you'd like to. Uh, let's go to Cyrus. Cyrus, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man?
3: How you doing, Bill?
0: I'm doing extremely well today. What's on your mind?
3: Oh, uh, not much. Yeah, I think we have the best chance with Rogers, and I have to say that we do. I mean, yes, historically the guy's got a a, a penchant for getting to the bus to the finish line and then jumping out the door, you know. It's, he doesn't get us to the long stretch. He has, He's made it very apparent over 17 years that he gets right to the precipice and then it, the wheels come off. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. given that I, I have to say that he's still the best man for the job and you let the best man for the job drive that bus and you take your chances. Yes, he's got to open his eyes. Yes, he's got to be able to see that field if he is supposed to be that good. Statistically, technically, he probably went on as one of the greatest of all time. But that doesn't produce championships, and you're right. That's where it's at in that championship. Does he give us the best chance? Absolutely. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, you can argue a lot of things. You can argue coaching over the years. You can argue injuries. You can argue any number of things. Regular season wins do not matter. MVPs don't matter. He's still the best guy for the job. I'm glad he's back. I don't know that any athlete is worth it. Millions and millions, like they
0: pay him anymore. But he's Aaron Frick and Rogers, so here we are. Yep. No, I, I agree with you. I think he, appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for listening. I think he gives you the best chance to win. I still question the postseason, the last two years, because they they've been failures. The last two years have been failures. So now, I just wait. By the way, baseball news. In case you're just tuning in, uh, Bob Nightingale just tweeted out a little while ago. He said, if an agreement is reached today, and it's a possibility apparently, the tentative plan is for opening day to be April 6th and 7th with the regular season extended by three days, the other missed games from the week-long delay would be made up in double headers during the season. So therefore, they would still play. 162 games. No cancellations as of right now. They um, they are still arguing over specifics, but Major League Baseball and the MLB PA, they picked up talks today, and uh, after a, a deep into the night decision, put it, produced enough progress towards a potential deal for the league to put off canceling another batch of regular season games, nearly 17 hours of bargaining started yesterday morning and ended at about 3 a.m. today. They did have some breakthroughs. It's the 97th day of the Major League Baseball lockout, but the union requested to reconvene with the players' leaders this morning before they go back and respond to the league's proposal. MLB was about to cancel another set of games the season's second week an act that could have grave consequences at particularly a sensitive time in bargaining. Uh, The ultimatum from the league, which locked out the players December 2nd, was simple. With a new basic agreement, the players would report to spring training sites this week. Free agency would then reopen immediately, and following a shortened spring training, a 162-game season that would be offered to the uh, the players, which would give them full pay and service time, would then begin. So the players are meeting this morning, and them and the uh, Major League Baseball um, owners, will their you know representatives will then meet and say whether or not they uh, they agree or disagree on, on anything specifically. Additionally, the players continue to balk at the league's latest offer on competitive balance tax, which would start at two hundred thirty two million in two hundred in two thousand twenty two and at two forty two in two thousand twenty six. They don't want it. They want it to be 250 or above minimally. They're not far, but they're about 20 million apart. About 20 million apart right now. I'm back in, Bill. You're back in on baseball? Yeah, I'm easily wooed.
2: <laughs> I saw one half news break that they're still talking and haven't canceled more games.
0: I'm, I'm completely in. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, let's hope that it still ends up this way, that uh, they get a deal done today. That would be huge news. Uh, I don't know if I'm then, you know, jumping on a flight and heading out to Arizona, but I certainly then could put my uh, my request in for the season credentials and get ourselves ready. Now we got to figure out where we're going to host the opening day party. That's the next. Uh, that's the next uh, thing on the docket, because I would assume that's well, maybe we end up uh, back at, uh, at American Family Field. Who knows? We can
2: always find out. I was going to say, not. This is a big room that gets a little lonely sometimes.
0: <laughs> See, I think you need to come out on site with us one time. That's what I think. I think maybe what we do is we do, uh, like we go to Stenny's or something where they run the shuttles. We go down there. It's always a huge party. Between opening day and St. Patrick's Day, two of the biggest parties there are and where, where it comes to the bars being packed. Uh, so I, I maybe we do something like that. If we can't get on site to go to American Family Field and broadcast from somewhere there. That's heated, by the way. I'm not going to sit in a tent. I don't want to do that. If we can do something, maybe we get back with Cunis. Maybe we find ourselves an RV, get ourselves an RV, and we we broadcast out of that thing on site. That'd be cool. We could do that. Set up the cameras in the parking lot. Oh, that would be nice. So we, but maybe we go in that direction. If not, maybe we head down to Stenny's and we bring in to Milwaukee and you just, you know, produce the show there. Uh, whether or not Ebo and uh, Rowdy are going to end up at, at Miller Park, we have to wait and see. But maybe we do that, and uh, and, and then we uh, stuff our face with uh, Wings and Bloody Marys early in the morning and beverages after that. That would not be a bad way to go when it comes to the show. That's a good idea. I think we should do that. We'll, we'll check that out. Uh, that's now on our agenda. Uh eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Hard Soda. It is seltzer with a pop of soda. The loudest flavors ever. Cherry, uh, they got cherry? Cola, classic cola, citrus soda, orange soda, Bud Light has nailed it. Got it right. By the way, all with zero sugar. So make sure you enjoy responsibly. That's from our friends at Bud Light. And Bud Light hard soda. Now, remember when uh, was? this ain't your father's or ain't your grandfather's root beer or whatever it was, that stuff came out, the hard sodas, and then they came out with the orange and the grape? I can't find the grape anywhere. I love the grape. If anybody finds the grape anywhere, let me know. That's good stuff, too. But Bud Light seltzer and uh, hard sodas, they're back. Zero sugar, though. That, that's when everybody got into the uh, the seltzer craze because seltzer did not have the calories and the carbs and all that stuff. So everybody kind of went, oh, this is great. This is great. And when they were drinking a heart, yeah, nah, no, it wasn't great. It doesn't taste great. It's nasty. It's 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 ass water is what it is with bubbles. It's nasty. I don't know anybody that loves it. They're all like, oh, this is okay. I can I can kind of drink this. This is not, but you, you're only doing it for the carbs and for the cool. The sodas, the hard sodas, those were good. Those were some good things. But then again, they had sugars and carbs and all that stuff in them, and nobody wanted that. Ben, uh, are you a hard soda drinker?
2: At times. I'm trying to cut down on beer consumption for purposes of the gut. So, yeah, at times. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. Oh, boy, I know. We were just talking about that this weekend. Like, oh, my God, how many beers do we consume in a weekend? Holy mackerel. So now you you can't do wine because wine's sugar, right? Wine is loaded with sugars. So now what do you drink? My problem with wine is sometimes it's too easy to drink. Then I drink too much of it, and I get too drunk. Yeah, you know. Yeah, wine hits you hard. Wine is not like drinking a a beer. Wine is, you know, and if you like to drink beer because you're looking for the carbonation, that's why the hard sodas come into play. But if you do the sodas with the sugars, then you're kind of defeating the purpose, and you're still going to end up with the the quote beer gut, so to speak.
2: But I am Bill, a very avid drinker of normal seltzer. I will only drink carbonated water. And I got in a really heated discussion last night with my friends about whether it was more healthy or as healthy as normal water. And my friends will just not accept the fact that it is the exact
0: same. If it's carbonated water, it's just water with carbonation, and it's still water. Yeah,
2: that was my point.
0: But they just would not right. accept it because it has air. <laughs> yeah, air sucks. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's still just water. It's like they have all those different flavored waters that are non-sugar flavored waters. Now maybe the chemicals aren't great for you, but water's water. You know? I mean, that's it, it you, you, no matter what you do, it's water. And that's good for you. And I don't care who you are, you know? Yeah, right. So
2: I argued it was actually more healthy for me because it makes me drink water. As
0: I otherwise, if it makes maybe you drink more, it. yeah. If it makes you drink more, I uh, like you know for those that are watching on the Bud Light live stream, uh, off to you know on the right side of the screen, off to my left is the is I have this big red glass and it's full of water all the time and it's thirty two ounces. I drink about five of them a day. I make sure I do, and if I don't, if I'm falling behind, I will guzzle one because I just feel good when I'm downing water. So if you're, no matter how you're getting your water consumption, any water consumption is good. Doesn't matter if it's carbonated or not, any water consumption is good. Whether it's because some people spend a fortune on bottled water. And I I don't do that. My the reverse osmosis in my house is so fantastic. It's better than the water. most people like it better than the bottled water that I have. So that's why I, I use that at home. But oh, long, I don't know how I got on this topic. Whatever. <laughs> but yes, water is good for the body. No doubt. Well, we're plugging um, Bud Light Seltzer, which is tremendous. I know that, that's right. That's right. Back drink. to Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, and Bud Light Hard Soda. They're great. I, look, Bud Light's good. I I love Bud Light. So when I do go to uh, to beer, as long as the uh, the pub or tavern or restaurant carries it, I'm I'm the Bud Light guy. Kristen drinks Bud Light like it's like it's water. That girl can put them away. Uh, I I will admit I am if if I have to go pound for pound beer for beer beer with her, I can't. Just can't do it. She she can put them away. Lightweight I don't, uh Yes. Very much oh, very much so. Uh you ask anybody. I am not a huge uh alcohol person. I don't drink uh I don't drink to get hammered. Here's my thing. I'll drink three like right away, and then I'm done. I pace myself the rest of the night. It's like water. I'll drink two waters to every beer, you know, most of the time I have maybe three, four beers tops. But by the time I'm done with the night, I've had 10 waters, you know, that type of thing. I just, I, I don't, I don't pound down beers. She can go one after the other, after the other, after the other. And we always get in the argument because at the end of the night, she doesn't drink them all the way down to the bottom. She swears to God it's nothing but spit and swill. So she'll leave about an inch worth of beer in every bottle. And if she drinks ten, that means she's basically throwing a bottle and a half of beer away. If she drinks six, she's throwing about a bottle away. Yeah, it's a bad thing. It, it drives me nuts, man. I'm like, I you just throw a bottle of beer away? Why? Oh, it's it's terrible. It's nothing. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I know. I'm finish it up. I feel like George Costanza. I'm paying for that. <laughs> Stay tuned. We got a lot more. Eric Goodman, our buddy from Mile High Sports, how they feeling in Denver. Eric is ecstatic. They thought they had a legitimate shot at Aaron Rodgers out there in the Mile High City. They thought they had him. They didn't get him. Eric is ecstatic. Russell Wilson's coming to town. We'll talk with him about that coming up next. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show right after this.